with your host, Matteo Pascale. I want to draw your attention to an artist whom I've been deeply fascinated by. I've been following this artist for the past 10 years. Within that time frame, Momus has been a guilty pleasure of mine. I've continued to watch him with fascination as he develops and explores new things and expands his identity as an artist. Momus consistently puts out artistic projects since the 1980s. Momus continues to expand in a way that other artists don't. In my opinion, Momus has a sense of courageousness by forcing himself to constantly do new things to recreate himself. Momus is continuously looking for new things that he can incorporate. Momus runs his own YouTube channel, and personally, it's one of my favorite YouTube channels to watch regularly. I really recommend checking it out on your own time. Momus is truly a prolific and overall creative person. For 40 years, Momus has been releasing albums on record labels in the United Kingdom, the United States, and Japan. The number of albums Momus has released is extremely impressive, releasing a total of 36 albums as of now. But this is Lettuce Beauty's third installment of Farce Radio, and I will be playing Momus tracks that are not copyrighted. 
So this podcast and video will not be flagged by YouTube and Spotify's content ID algorithms. In Momus's lyrics and other writings, he makes use of continental philosophy and has built up a personal world he says is dominated by the values of diversity, orientalism, and a respect for otherness. Momus has been the subject of several documentaries, including Hanu Potton's Man of Letters. Some of the more absurd and obscure credits Momus has include a half-hour special stand-up comedy. And I'm using the term stand-up comedy very loosely. Regarding his half-hour special titled Failed Comedy, this is not me being hyperbolic. His half-hour comedy special brought the idea of anti-comedy to a next level. Like, next level. Whenever I watch his failed comedy half-hour special, the things that come to mind are, first, that last sentence is completely meta. Failed comedy half-hour special. Him failing at comedy. He said that's the point of it in one of his video vlogs. And two, what comes to mind is people paid money to see Malmus bomb extremely hard on stage. Momus also has in his resume a TED Talk lecture titled Nothing Planned on the TEDx Talk YouTube channel. Besides Momus' music, he has been releasing a series of improv lectures and travel vlogs called Open University. He's been doing the Open University series since 2016, and I'm telling you, I have all of the Momus Open University vlogs on a privately listed YouTube playlist. They, on a bad day, make me feel so good. They're just relaxing, melancholy. They make me feel cherry. This is Let Us Be Idiots, third installment of Farce Radio. Don't think of Momus as just a musician. Momus has published a book of lyrics and has written texts or introductions for several books on art and culture. Additionally, Momus has six novels published. These are his novels published in order. The Book of Jokes, The Book of Scotland's, which both received positive reviews in the LA Times and The Guardian. The Book of Scotland's Sternberg Press Edition was shortlisted for Scottish Arts Council First Book Prize. Momus published The Book of Japan's in 2011, also on the Sternberg Press. Momus published On America in 2014, as well as several other ebooks. But in 2020, the world saw the publication of Momus' quasi-memoir entitled Niche, a memoir in Pache, in which Momus tells the story of his creative life through the fictional eyewitness statements from famous historic figures. Here's more niche information about Momus. In 1986, Momus recorded an EP of his own translations of Jacques Brel's song. Then what followed, Momus wrote a lengthy article on Brel for the Statesman, which is a UK magazine that can be compared to the likings of The Economist, The New Yorker, or The National Review. On October 22, 2009, Momus performed at the Barbican alongside fellow Brel enthusiasts, Mark Almond and Camille Sullivan. At a celebration of Burrell's career, billed and labeled as Carousel, the songs of Jacques Burrell. To top it off, there are audio recordings of that Burrell tribute show event Momus did on October 22, 2009. Hear it for yourself. <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah, I hope you like those rare audio recordings of Momus Live singing English translations of the songs written by Burrell. As of when I was recording this episode, I got a notification on my phone saying it's been two years since I uploaded a particular episode of Let Us Be Idiots. And it got me thinking, eh, let me play, replay this segment because it's so good. I hope you like this little recap from the past featuring Phil987, Frank Terranova, and Steven Rubino. And of course, your host of Let Us Be Idiots, Matteo Pascale. So, uh, uh, Steve, we are transitioning to a new segment of the show. Matteo's next segment. I love it. Uh, can you give us your thoughts on what you thought of Phil's script? Um, I thought it was racist. Okay, let's the see. The script is racist? It's like about how black people are bad. It's like the Turner Diaries. Uh, what, is, what, is the, what is the title of the screenplay? Well, let's look in the X-Files. Uh, it's in the X-Files. That's good. The title of the screenplay is titled Exodus 22-3. The truth about black. The truth about blacks and why slavery is justified. Phil, come over here. Yeah, I wonder, That's a long I wonder how somebody could no, call this race. I'm not crazy about the title. I feel like we could work on that. Exactly. It can be improved. It can be shortened. Although, here. although with Borat and everything, exactly. his, his titles yeah. are very long. <laughs> okay, Will Giuliani be jerking off in your movie? Maybe if he jerks off on a black family. Did you watch? Quiet, quiet. The, the director is reading his uh, presenting right, script. Right. I never thought of it, really. Uh, this is a rough draft. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, so exterior on the road. Black guy follows a man down the street. Blackie, you got a time? I'm sorry, wait, his name is. I don't have his name yet. Black. His just, name is Blackie. That's Blackie. his work. I, work. Just, I just vote black. Jesus fucking I just vote black. I don't they, have a name. The characters are named after their race. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I haven't thought of names yet. Okay, it's fine. So later on, okay, here's the dialogues. You got the time or something, whatever they used that would they would say before uh, prior to a robbery or whatever. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Victim says no. Black insert dialogue. I, I don't know. I don't know what they would say there. All right. Steals his wallet with phone. He doesn't even have any dialogues. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a good dialogue yet. Keep going. It's gonna get better. All right. Steals his wallet with town. Exterior in town. Cops finally arrested him. Yay! Finally. Got him. Got him. Uh, after the victim was... Uh, plot point. Identified him. Witness recognized him. Okay. Are we in Act 2 yet? Can we get some character description? All right. Character description. <laughs> wait, wait, where does the story take place? New York City? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. In, in town. In yeah. town. Yeah. <laughs> in city. In town. You know whatever. when you're walking uh, towards the city. I think we should let the folks know this is Phil's first screenplay, Black. so don't judge him too yeah. much. All right. Officer. There's now dialogue. Officer, you came to the wrong part of town. And, uh, <laughs> interior <laughs> precinct. Please don't. Yeah, believe it. You yeah. could. I don't know. Black man gets mugshot, trial and conviction. You know, you know. This is based on the the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to read the rest of it. Like you know, just read it. Just read it. It's your work. How does it end? Uh, that that basically the the black guy gets he he's, he's guilty, trialed. He's he's, he's, sens- he's, he's sentenced. He's sentenced. He's sentenced, and because he's not paying back what what he stole, he he's sold as a slave. Now he's in the plantation. He does a bad job, and the white master kills him. Justice served. The end. Oh, I, you, did you it's add that part the... about the plantation? Because when I read it, you didn't have that part. Oh, exactly. It was here the whole time. Maybe oh, you missed it. Miss that's it. Interesting. Oh. Uh, that's really, that's it gonna fits. Be, that's going to be expensive. So, what shoot. is the moral of this? If it's the, I just think it's the, if it's the profile, then it's uh, loosely based on uh, a Bible passage. Yes. yes, it makes it, and it fits their profile. In it fits, the Bible, it says that black people being slaves was justified. Yeah, it does. no, 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 not no, 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 no. Just is yeah. how thieves were sold in, in, into slavery. Oh. 
when they Is don't. Is that where the, the British people got the idea to steal black people? Yes. I don't know. That's a, maybe they, maybe yeah. like I don't know yes. how it happened. I don't know how it really happened, but I just think it. it this makes more sense. I'm gonna look up Exodus twenty two three. Yes, please. I I already know what it means. I can, My favorite I can, uh, passage is Romans twelve nine. Yeah. Which one is that? Twelve nineteen. Oh. Uh, don't take revenge like God will handle it. Mm. Yeah, this is God is handling it. Yeah. That's why. No, I don't yeah. know if you really believe in that. There's, there's no moral or anything. I just think that's how it happened. And the white people, they were right. They were not wrong for that. But don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm sure they do bad things other uh, at, with other stuff. But uh, this isn't it one says of here, them. if it happens in daylight, the but one Phil, who killed the thief something. is guilty yeah. of murder. I, uh, in the is comedy it? scene, you're very friendly with the black comics. Like, they like you. Yeah. And oh. you like them. Yeah. So where's all this hate coming from? Oh, uh, I don't hate them at all. I just think that no, it's not. So it's, you think that, like, Mark King and, and no, Nico fine. White should be slaves? No, he, he he's fine. Okay. Only the ones you like. How about uh, TJ? Should he be a slave? No, he's fine. He's fine. Well, no, what, what comedians should be slaves? I don't know any comedians. You, you don't. What what black comic do you think uh, would be a slave and it would be justified? Uh, probably Curtis Sumter or something because he looks okay. like. I don't know. I don't. Curtis Sumter. I have no idea. <laughs> no, he had, a, he had a definitive answer. He's the only conservative black comic too, which That's is kind of no, funny. No, no, not true. It. Not true. Brandon, I guess there's you know, there's not a lot. There's Brendan Burgess. Brendan Burgess. I guess he counts. But uh, Brendan Burgess is actually funny. He really yeah, is. He's, I, I He's phenomenally funny. Curtis Sumter one time said to me, "Frank, can I buy you a drink?" I said, "No." <laughs> That's I, great. I, I, it was funny. I don't want to bond with. I don't like bonding with fucking psychos. <laughs> yeah, he is a bit of a psycho, <laughs> yes, which is yes. funny because you're surrounded by at least two psychos. <laughs> yes. I probably count myself in that, but not yeah, but Phil, not in the same Phil, way. Phil's a nice kid. Phil wrote a screenplay that I'm looking at right now about how black people should be sold into slavery. He doesn't mean it though. And no, I don't no, think no, he means no, it. You're, no. you're only joking around, right? It's thieves, thieves. They just happen to be black. Oh, <laughs> oh well, that's, I think that's how yeah, American yeah. slavery happened. That's because Phil grew up in the projects. Now, if Phil grew up in a white neighborhood and there was like meth head stealing, then the thieves would be white. They would still be black. Like if you, like <laughs> <laughs> you can try so hard to make it sound good. Like if you, grew you up cannot, if, you cannot if you, defend. If you grew up in Jamestown, New York, and was one hundred percent white, but but white uh, meth dealers were breaking into your house, Does would you happen? still would you still blame it on black people? I wouldn't know. I wouldn't uh-huh. know. I think. I think yes. Yes. Phil is one of the most legitimate racist people that I know. Did you know most poor people in this country are white? Yeah. Yeah. But most people in this country are white. Yeah, but they're not the same. If you go to jail, if you if you go to jail, I can't believe what I'm hearing. If you go to jail in the suburbs, usually there's like a thin layer of irony to the racism. You know, I kind of I wanted to be, but there isn't. Not not with Phil. He legitimately, (laughs) which is funny because you're what Chinese. Yeah, I know. I think something like that. Yeah. Do you believe in the inferiority of Asian people? No. You better believe after hearing that segment from a former episode of What Is Be Idiots, the only thing that comes to mind is shock radio. Old school shock radio. There are not too many shock podcasts I can think of. I can think of a few, but like some of the old school shock radio stuff is far more offensive. Like what you just heard is in the realms of old school shock radio. Trust me, I might as well just, you might as well call me Let Us Be Idiots host Don Imus. I want to be carrying on with uh, some better uh, non-copyright public domain moments tracks let us be its third installment of farce radio here we go copyright free moments tracks
like a boy but the girls know best Spooky little kayak floating on the sea I love the boys and the girls love me Sitting by the window, 
Thinking how I love this town I confess that I stole Your book of a thousand chairs Tore it up, watched the pages Fluttering through the air How satisfying it feels To tear a thousand chairs 1,020th century chairs I'm playing back Cause the architect I used to live with Never let me dance When I put on Odelay Odelay I'm alone, I'm insane, but I'm happy You collected me But I got away How satisfying to tear And scatter through the air 1,020th century chairs My favorite chairs are the ones in Zabriskie Point Exploding in slow motion Shooting up to the sky Coming down to earth Coming down to earth Coming down to earth Coming down Monday Pulling the wings off a butterfly Attaching a ball clip to my nose And hoping that I'll cease to breathe Eventually On Monday Dreaming of nothing in space Lighting a cancerous cigarette Watching the flowers in the graveyard Next door, oh Monday I sit here and stare at your face Your corpse begins to decay I should have stopped up on formaldehyde
the better of my notorious hot temper. But you should have never betrayed me. So they told me on Monday. I pick up the skin on your face. Strong three, the nurse is crying. Four, I want her. Five, I have the right. Six, to touch anything. Seven, I don't stop there. Eight, I have found one. Things mom says. Two, she soon forgets. Three, my eyes are wet. Four, I'm sick. Five, I say what I want. Six, I am sad. Seven, I don't think much. Eight, do you? I love the things ruled out. Just allowed And when she smiles at me I love the orderly 
to come to I'm feeling good for sharing this with you Whatever mum says six the orderly seven was beautiful eight that day She's not my mom, she's not my mom, she's not my mom, I am not her son. Thank you. 
sleeping and the madman at the salad bar disrupts the peaceful kitchen grasping for the truth an old syringe it's a slippery lamp
abroad As the winter comes on and the sky grows cold But you stay as young as the rays of the sun On the sparkling machinery you call your destiny Temptation to see the world as it ought to be. Oh no no, Wally. The sadness of things, as if things felt anything. Blinded by tears, I can still see my insignificance in an indifferent universe. Do I dare to walk the beach? Do I dare to eat a peach? And if I dare to walk the beach, and if I dare to eat the peach, should I claim more for my action than selfish satisfaction? Stuck mammalian reflex by a chemical reaction? Do I dare to walk the beach? Do I dare to peel a pear? And if I dare to peel a pear, do I dare to eat it there? Do I dare to swallow the quarters? Do I dare to walk into the sea? Do I dare to bring my friends, the lobsters and the crabs, along with me? And if I walk upon the bed, upon the bottom of the sea, with my friends, the crabs and lobsters and the whales who sing to me, would I dare to stay? Would I dare to breathe? Would I dare to eat the peach? Would I dare to go back to the beach? Temptation to see the world as it ought to be. No, 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 Oh, the sadness of things. Blinded by tears, I can still see my insignificance in an indifferent universe.
you like that selection that was just played on the Let Us Beauty's third installment of Farce Radio, exclusively music from Momus. I'm here right now to just demonstrate and take a break, a pause. I'm going to be presenting soon another clip from Let Us Beauty. It's, it's a blast from the past, an abridged clip compiled together featuring Jordan Raybould and Chris Cheney about some controversial topics. Yes, it is a blast from the past. And after that, we'll be joined with the finishing segment of the Momus playlist on Farce Radio, the third installment on Let Us Be Idiots. Oh, it's that gets me to my next bullet point. Yeah, uh, Jordan, do you remember the time we were discussing the personality borderline non-sexual crush of admiration? What? <laughs> Remember I, the story about how I thought you were bisexual, so we're talking about it. Uh, oh, Jordan is bisexual. You thought, oh, I forgot about you. Thought I had a crush on you. Yeah. <laughs> it was a non. No, I, I. Okay, I remember this. What about it? Yeah. Yeah. No, I was like, I was thinking about it. Like, man, I was really delusional when I was younger. Yeah, Mateo, that was like last year. You weren't younger. You weren't that much younger. You thought. Yeah, you thought I, I had a crush on you. And you thought I wanted to sleep with you. I never said that. I said it was non-sexual. Well, no, no, no. Hold on, Mateo. If, if I have a crush on you and, you know, it's consensual, if I have a crush on you, I want to have sex with you. Yeah, you're right. And that, Mateo, I'm I would be irresistible. I'm projecting weird shit out there. Yeah, Mateo. So just so you know. If I wanted to have sex with you, I would take you out to a fine restaurant, wine and dine you, you know, the finest Italian place I can think yeah. of, like a Fazoli's, yeah. a place that would really impress you. Some place with a very and, intelligent man running it. Yeah, a very, yeah, yeah. An yeah. Italian guy, you know, it's got like an 80-year-old Frank Sinatra yeah. right. uh, singer. Yeah, yeah. So I'd take you there. Yeah. Fine, get, you know, liquor you up. I liquor myself up. So yeah. it's legal, and then and then I go in for the kiss, and then magic happens. Beautiful, Just, right, Cheney? Yeah, sensual. Yeah, sensual, real sensual. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So to answer, so to answer your question, now that you jogged my memory, yes, I remember. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say there wasn't even a question. It was like, remember that time you thought that I, that we wanted to bang? I know. I said was, was projecting like Fox News. We, <laughs> we, yeah, not we. Yeah, you guys, was, you two. No, no, no. Mateo Remember that time we were going to bang? No, no, no. Mateo, <laughs> Mateo thought I had No, you asked him. to bang him. Let the man speak. We had sex. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to come out. <laughs> we had sex. Okay. It's just time I get in front of this. Yeah. yeah. I slept with Mateo, and to <laughs> clarify, to it's completely consensual. <laughs> yeah. Do you mean, where's the Chris on my dick? Shady, what are we doing? I, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's funny because Chris is the one who saw me naked. I didn't see Wait, you naked. What? Yeah, you no, Skankfest. I did not see you naked. I was at Skankfest, but I made sure to turn around during that part of the match. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know enough about this kid. I don't need to see his penis. I heard, I heard when uh, Mateo took his dick out, there was a hush came over the audience. Because everyone was like, oh my God. There's two of them. Mateo's got a duo deck, dude. No, you're dude, you're wrong. They were like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! You know, I was wanting to say to a woman, a man, I don't mean no disrespect, but you got a beautiful pussy over there. Yes. Is what's the question? Or <laughs> no, no, I, <laughs> I, I know, I just like you guys you got a beautiful pussy. 
You just want to say that to a woman? Yeah. It's not. Why? I wouldn't say that. Why? I, I mean, I would, well, hold on, Chaney. Chaney. Chaney's more of a sneakerhead, so maybe in his culture. Yeah. You wouldn't say that, but in our <laughs> culture of like alpha dogs, Matei. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, like yeah. in, in Chaney's beta fashion world. Yes. But in our alpha dog, we'll be like, hey, let me smell your sniz. Like, that's what I usually use as an opener. Yeah. Yes. It, it, yeah, as a metrosexual, uh, in you know, I guess I'm an alpha of that community. We don't say that things to women here. Okay, yeah, no, yeah. no I got, I got it. No, like, yeah. um, yeah, no, it's really funny bringing up about sneakers. I have about 20 pairs on the wall. Show us, turn okay. the camera. Nice, there we go. Nice, man. Good, good. Nice. And uh, you know, I was also thinking about this. I'm on the line <laughs> of she, um, of the along the what. I, I I call it the cue, the like the stuff to bring up on here, and it's uh -huh. like, um okay. an industry term. I gotcha. What what is the cue? The cue, yeah, <laughs> Not industry term, more of a British thing. Like, yeah, you, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm so uncultured, <laughs> idiot. I don't know anything. Everyone, oh my god, <laughs> dude, Mateo, I, I is... am so not. <laughs> chuffed to bits that cheney didn't know that that's another, that's another english slang anyway term. yeah so um what do you what do you like uh as an opinion like i'm thinking about it like do you think a cock is confident or not confident he's confidently being unconfident yeah but like it's like i, I don't know like maybe if a cock we could probably like, ask coscarelli <laughs> oh he's a cock yeah i don't think he's here oh, yeah. though Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Dude, it was a good like burn, a though. It was a good burn. It was a good burn. Yeah. Anyway, Cucks so, Corelli. Um, really analyze that. Do you think a cuck is confident? No. But he's letting his other man fuck his wife while he, like, still has Yeah, because yeah. he's not confident he can get the job done. But maybe he's confident. No, but he also to... is confident that she's going to stay with him, even though. Yes, yeah. Jordan, thank you for completing his, the thought. His dong stinks. Yeah. A situation Mateo would never run into. But, like, <laughs> no. You know, Mateo anyway. would never be a cuck for anybody. Uh, no. Yeah. Or even if he was, he'd be like an alpha cuck and he would end up having sex with a man himself. Right. <laughs> it would be like uh, it would be like a human centipede situation where yeah. he's the back, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yo, and which is the most alpha position as the third chain and this human centipede that is the alpha dog yes, yes it is it is cheney remember the photo i sent you to told me to unsend immediately <laughs> um yeah what yeah you sent me like a picture of you and your boxers yeah because you want like you said something about like, <laughs> how to prove it what did you have to prove <clears throat> he was like oh yeah you i'm pretty sure you you got a like a below average size dick is like, oh really so i came home Mateo, what the fuck <laughs> that was not this is not the cuff <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know this what sounds, conversation no, this we sounds had. Like Cheney. Whatever this it sounds he, like Cheney. I don't remember what the setup was, but he sent me a picture of him in his boxers. I was like, dude, unsend that to me immediately. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> I was like, don't <laughs> ever send me some shit like that again. I had to prove it. There was nothing to what prove, you, my friend. Okay. <laughs> no, no, you no. Again, Cheney got out alpha dogged by you, Mateo. <laughs> okay, just doesn't like it. He dude, can't handle the truth. <laughs> no, he can't. Yeah, yeah, truth. yeah. Cheney, he's just not. Dude, he, he he saw that picture and you know what happened to his penis? What? You ever shriveled seen the Wizard of Oz? Wait, it, it flinched yeah, a little. Yeah, it shriveled up like the witch's legs <laughs> when she gets crushed by the house. The ding dong, the witch is dead. <laughs> it's a hot ding dong. On her from the Kansas tornado. His dick yes. just went and just yep. spurled back under. 
Yeah. It's, it's like a. Yeah. Oh, he also, Cheney keeps, he keeps a condom on at all times. And it's like a ruby red condom. Ruby I haven't touched condom. a condom in like seven years. Interesting. <laughs> Cheney, this is great, dude. <laughs> this is the best podcast I've ever done. Okay, good. A lot of people say that. No, it's is. Thank you. Yeah, I, I love Mateo. I forgot how much fun he is. <laughs> I know. I just last year I was all the steroids. I was, just, I was just mad and angry all the time. I was like, "What the fuck?" I was taking four steroids. steroids a day. Are you off steroids? Yes. Dude, who do you think's more jacked? You or Joe Rogan? <laughs> Joe Rogan. No, no. Who's more jacked? You, you, you or Jordan? No, like jacking off maybe. Mateo. Mateo's yeah. more jacked. Yeah, I'm jacking. <clears throat> He's more jacking off. Hell yeah, dude. Can you no, get jacked by jacking off? What? I mean, your forearm, I'm sure. Probably, Hell yeah, yeah, dude. You know, <laughs> I was saying, like, I was on DECA, T-Ball, Dark Rage. Trend. Yeah. Dark Rage? Why were you putting... All right, these don't sound like things your doctor was giving you. No, yeah, they, like, they sound like 4 a.m. powder commercial shit. No, DECA, Dark Rage. Sounds like something you see at a gas station. And I got them off eBay. I got Dark... You bought... You bought steroids off of eBay. Yeah, there's a whole section. Dark then, Rage. Yeah, you know, Dark Hold Rage is it's like an over the no. counter. It's a synthetic steroid. It's still legal because it's not technically a steroid. It's a synthetic steroid. So Why it's like heroin think? for steroids. Yeah, pretty or fentanyl for steroids. Ah. Uh. Because fentanyl. Okay, hold on. Why did you why did you take these? Um, because I was feeling like, yeah, well, give me more sex appeal if I get more like, like a confident, <laughs> rageful man. And his dick is too big, Jordan. He needs it to shrink a little. <laughs> he said he said if he was a confident, rageful man, he'd have more sex appeal. Why why is rage part of this? Because when I was younger, I thought like well, a year ago, I thought uh when I was rage, younger a year ago. <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I thought rage was um there were levels of confidence. So like like a pyramid. So you have your rage, your arrogance, your narcissism. And uh, blanking with the other pyramid. Uh, this and, is some and, real incel math. On yeah, this. it really is. <laughs> is yeah. I'm thinking about it. that's why I got off no, of but the forums. Who, who created this pyramid? Like, where did you come up with this? Reddit. Someone else came up with this or you did? No, it's on Reddit. Reddit. Yeah. Reddit. Okay. And the bottom, the base of the pyramid is rage. Yeah. Then arrogance. Yeah. So in the, in, in the food pyramid of this anger and emotion, bread and rage are the same. Pretty much. Yes. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Your so base, it, that's your base. And it, and it finishes, uh, like, so it's, the pyramid is, like, rage, arrogance, narcissism, and then confidence. So confidence is candy. I guess. So you nice. don't want, you only want a little bit of confidence. You want <laughs> I never thought of it like that. More narcissism. Yeah. And then. <laughs> I never thought the third of it like one? That. Confidence is pretty and sweet. Then, but you want a lot of rage. You need a, a lot, lot of rage. A lot of rage. Pent, yeah. Hold it, pent it up, you know. Yeah, and uh, yeah. their arrogance That's how Cheney gets chicks. Dude, I went out with Cheney one night and he, when we were both single and uh, to <laughs> pick up a chick. I swear to God, we just walked in the bar and Cheney goes, watch, check this shit. And then he went and, he, and then he just uppercutted the jukebox. <laughs> <laughs> like the fods. Hey. Yes. Well, you, 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 Mateo, no, you, no, I mean, you'll understand this. this. through it. Yeah, because you need the rage. And he punched a Whitney Houston. Dude, it was crazy. He punched a Whitney Houston album, and he said, just like her husband. That's what he said. It was crazy. And then, no, no, Mateo. And then, like, 
three chicks blew him like immediately <laughs> in at the, the bar. bar. And the bartender was like, this is crazy, but he deserves it. And let <laughs> yeah. it happen. <laughs> yeah, she was wild. So cool. Genie. Dude, it was, I was embarrassed, dude. I was like, fuck, I got to get that dark rage trend. You, know what, <laughs> yeah, you work out a lot. You ever use dark rage or know about it? No, 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 no. Look at orders. Wait, hold on. You, look at eBay. look at Jordan. No, no, you dark, know, dark rage. I got off of the vitamin store. No, we all look at Jordan. He uses light rage. Okay, he doesn't do none of that dark shit. <laughs> He's a white knight. <laughs> it's called white rage, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking about the Mateo, other day. How hard was it for? Can I ask you a question, Mateo? Yeah. <laughs> How hard was it for you to not storm the Capitol? Be honest. <laughs> Very easy because I knew, like, I knew before it happened. I was like, man, these people are protesting. It's like I was like, by four o'clock today, it's going to get violent. I by people, like, did you mean my my boys? Were you like my boys are protesting? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I knew it was going to happen. I just knew it. It was inevitable. Yeah. Uh, were you in on like some of the parlor? I don't. I never had. I never had parlor, but I saw a lot of that stuff on Reddit. Mm. It was pretty open. You love Reddit, yeah, dude. Yeah, I do. I, I, it's like crack for me. It's like, oh my god, like, re, like, like, just reading people's stupidity gets me a high. Well, so what's your favorite subreddit? All my favorite ones got deleted. Damn. So I've well, been. What were the ones like, like, what? like, like, what? like little dick problems? Like, which ones were they? No, no. Uh, Whoa, dude! Because <laughs> that one got that Whoa. one got taken down. I'm just asking. It, it did actually. No, I like to like, come town, Chapo. Um, oh man, hearing that is a blast from the past. I used to lurk so hard on the subreddit r slash cumtown and the subreddit r slash chapo trap house. Man, to those years 2018 to 2019 was the primary source of what was going into with writing the shitty jokes I was writing at the time. Anyway, continuing with Let Us Beauty, it's third installment of Farce Radio. Continuing with the music for moments. I have wondered what I'm for, my love Puffing on a 
without a rock A giraffe without a cock Like a kiss without a kick My love I'm a senseless fool Without you A criminal I lie sapped upon the beach The remote is out of reach And there's nothing left to zap My love
heard my stuff. I've heard your stuff and you stole it all from me. You are quite simply the most important man alive. I'd like to thank you for simply being in my life. You never meant to lead much of a monk. One world you're content to leave in the dark You are quite simply the most important man alive So how did I spend my winter this year's marvelous? I'm glad you asked I was up on the summit of Mount Olympus giving a songwriting class to Aphrodite, Zeus, and Psyche, and many other gods. From the early to the little Greek pantheon, now they all write fantastic songs. Well, here we are at the summit of beauty, man by Lolo Reeds. What a swell party this premature posterity business is. There we are, still alive, the world and his wife, we might as well be dead. But we're aware of the sense of historical influence we have had. Like Napoleon on Elbow, where he plays on pleasure to have the farm. Like Mr. Julius Caesar going into business and laying down his arms. Like Maria turning the shepherdess on Josephine. It's not tonight alone that guarantees our place in history. We know at the end of the day There's only one verdict the jury can reach And that is that you and I We are quite simply The most important men alive And a little bit of beef And my wife made a poet suet pudding for a treat I had a little bit of pudding for my supper I fancied something light So I don't need how I'm going to celebrate On this important night Put a bit of treacle on my pudding Mary Ann, Mary Ann, Mary Ann, Mary Ann Cover it, smother it, don't you stop Till you can't see the pudding for the treacle on the top Pudding when a pudding is a good one, and I don't want cake or jam. So put a bit of trickle on, trickle on, trickle on, trickle on my pudding, Mary Ann. 
rows in little cotton socks With kittens on the memorizing plots From pornographic books
plans, he plans to shoot someone Or prank someone, or marry someone Pick someone, share his pain
Sherlock Holmes is my good friend I have a trust fund I can spend And I am ready to defend My immorality to anyone And also painted me in grey I had his mother around to stay She sat knitting in her chair And staring through me disapprovingly Every beard sleeves catches me And Oscar Wilde comes round for tea But I still feel so Japanese When I'm alone on Piccadilly And in Green Park there is a band A evil lady in my hand I watch the sailors on the bus A little lust for me I am the Marquis Matsukai And I can question him through time But is the grave Cellophane grandfather clock I hear you ticking while I talk In my apartment on Palmar Stable boys of easy providence Cellophane grandfather clock I incense on my mantelpiece I was the reek of smelly socks I prepare to be compromised It's London 1888 Six o'clock some disreputable date And so did appetites I hate I hope these crimes will never stop But like the hands upon the clock My hands will touch and he'll respond and go beyond I am the Marcus Matsukai And I can question it through time But is the grave my soul? Somebody's depression You 
section of the best public domain non-copyright songs that was presented. To really finish off this episode, I have one final blast from the past. It's an episode, it's a Let Us Be Idiots episode segment, giving my top favorite films to watch when inebriated, recorded when I was inebriated. So I hope you enjoy the final segment, blast from the past segment of the top five films to watch when you're inebriated. My personal picks being reviewed when inebriated. Continuing with this episode, you know, I made up a really interesting segment because I'm very drunk. I don't know if it, you can tell by listening to this, but I, I am. And uh, I made a list of the top 10 movies to watch while extremely inebriated. And um, the list of uh, drunk films to watch when you're drunk consists of first... National Treasure starring Nick Cage. Because of the context of the film, the story plot is absolutely comparable to a modern day context of a QAnon conspiracy. You know, like, they're trying to, like, warn the feds that, like, someone's trying to steal the Declaration of Independence and break into the Congress and Capitol building for hostage negotiation. Come on, that's basically what QAnon people did. In the context of 2020, it's extremely funny and ironic to watch, especially coming from Nick Cage, a guy crazy enough to believe that stuff, probably. I'm not saying he does, because that's slander. But I'm saying, if, you, if, if there's smoke, there's fire. Not, I'm not saying there is, but he fits the profile. <laughs> anyway, so when you're watching National Treasure all drunk, it really makes the acting seem absolutely less wooden. And I don't know, just watching it drunk, which I've done multiple times, it just it just is a more thrilling thrust of adrenaline of adventure when you're on a depressant. And that's my reason. The next one is the comedy directed by Rick Olverson. I'm butchering that name. Starring Tim Heidegger and Eric Warman. Best know most commonly known from the Tim and Eric show on Adult Swim, on Cartoon Network. Trust me, watching this film sober is fucking painful. Really painful. You know, it's like, due to the how extremely awkward and off-putting the dialogue and interactions are, watching the comedy while drunk, really, if you're watching a drunk, all of that is tuned way down. It makes, it just, when you're drunk watching the comedy, all that awkward and, like, cringy interactions and scenarios for the film, really just, the jarringness of it is more tolerable to watch when you're drunk or inebriated. The next one on the list is John Travolta's John Gotti. Oh, my God. I know. 
I've covered this film, this garbage film, on so many past episodes of this podcast series and other podcasts I've been booked on. But honestly, there's nothing like, there's nothing more redeeming than watching John Travolta. Uh, sorry, I'm spacing pieces of alcohol. John Travolta's gaudy, wow, inebriated. Because, you know, like, watching when you're sober is nothing but cringe on all levels, over 9,000. But when you're inebriated, that factor really adds levels of humor, ironically, to the film that are just perfect. And my final film for my drunken film watch playlist is Nickelodeon's Good Burger. Yes, famous for this particular line. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? The reason I inserted that sound clip from the film is to avoid a verbal blackface. If you don't know what I'm talking about, check out the clip from Chet Hanks, Tom Hanks' son, which got him in trouble. Big up, big up the whole island massive. It's your boy Chet and I, coming straight from the Golden Globes, you want saying? Me feeling father Tom Hanks presenting in a while, too far what come. Big up, tune in. I think you all get the point I'm trying to make. The reason is Good Burger is so stupid. Watching it sober is like pulling teeth because you can just feel the brain cells in your brain dying in general. But oh, Sorry, I'm, I'm hiccuping. If that's the case, you might as well watch it drunk. And you know, when you're watching Good Burger drunk, it makes the film really pop. I don't know. I, I just, I, I don't know. I like Good Burger for also one other reason. The mental hospital episode, episode, the mental hospital scene is so good. Because they parody Michael Jackson's thriller. I, I don't really, rem I haven't watched it in about a year. I watched it during a shutdown in New York City, but you know, I remember the mental hospital scene was really, like, they really tried to top the one who flew over Cuckoo's Nest, and I think they did. Plus, like, honestly, it's also a good film to watch when you're stoned, but that's a different episode and a different plot, because right now we're focusing on drunkness, which I am right now. Anyway, so that was my list of my top five drunk film watch binges. Honestly, this episode of Let Us Be Idiots, the third installment of Farce Radio, was so much fun to make. I normally don't want to hear people's feedback, but it would on this one. So if you enjoyed Farce Radio, if you enjoyed Let Us Be Idiots, third installment of Farce Radio, contact me on Instagram. Any one of my three pages, via at Comedian Matteo Pascali, at Crooklyn Comedy, at Let Us Be Idiots. Producing the Let Us Be Idiots farce radio series has been on my bucket list for a while, but I finally feel confident enough to actually be doing it. So let's see what uh, comes up next. Uh, they're all surprises. You better believe they're all surprises. Also, this is just a quick update regarding um, me doing plugs on this podcast. I've decided to, uh, from going forward, I'm only going to be doing plugs at least once or twice a month, either in the beginning of the month or the end of the month. So just keep that in mind because I just think using plugs as filler is obnoxious. So that's why I'm doing it twice a month, but like far apart from each other. Honestly, this episode, I loved making it. I love editing in general. But this was just like a whole new project I was just ready to sink my teeth into. I just didn't want to stop or put down. I like maybe like worked on this for about six days straight to get to this point. And I would say it really was worth it.
Like, a lot of people hate editing who make material. I love it. It's so med- I find it meditative. The idea of, like, splicing and moving and sinking. It's very, like, very much a meditation for me. Stay tuned for Let Us Be Idiots fourth and final installment for now of Farce Radio. I'm not going to say what it's about or who it's involving, but it's niche, like a lot of the others. Anyway. Recently, I wrote a blog post about broadcasting in the title. I don't consider myself a broadcaster. If anything, I consider myself a podcaster. But one is one without the other, if you get what I'm saying. Because, like, podcasting is just the updated format of broadcasting, is what I kind of loosely wrote in that blog post on KirklandComedy.com. I said I wasn't going to be doing plugs, but I'm just biting for time. Anyway, I digress. Carry on. I just can't say this enough. I really enjoy doing this Let Us Be Idiots third installment of Farce Radio, all about Mummus. Well, that's today's episode. Danger! Danger. Representing the Let Us Be Idiots podcast. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Luby, you be raw, that's a real gist. That's a real gist. But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. Let's be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. Let us be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. They ask me how I do it, keep them coming with that hot flame. Oh, Dames no. take the reins, act a fool with my pin pains. Only place I do it is the show that gets the silliest. What? Tired of being stuffy, so I say let us be idiots. Y'all about to know that I'm the monster with the sick flow. Call me PMS, probably million stacking. No, no, let's go. Drop the lava rocks, burning infinite. Keep these bastards angry, angry bastards just don't give a like and airways up, bring the real deal. I feel we too much. Make them all squeal, mohill in my clutch. Make them out and out, Ruby, lighting it up. Got you saying, well, Lengi, you be raw, that's a real gist. That's a real gist. But I'ma stay a fool, so let's be idiots. Let's be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots. Let us be idiots. I'ma stay a fool, let us be idiots.